0: Well, hello, hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and happy Cinco de Freaking Mayo. Yes, today is May 5th, 2023, and as always, hope you guys are doing great. I know it's uh, that work week can be a little bit draining, can get a little bit toxic and stale, but hey, today is Friday, Friday, and and I hope you guys just enjoy your weekend. You got to enjoy yourselves on the weekends when you just really work hard Monday through Friday. And you just got to, you know, find some way to kind of decompress yourself, whether it's the gym, working out, getting uh, one of those deep tissue massages, going on a good run, eating some cheesecake. And if you know me, I love me some cheesecake. And yeah, just hope you guys are enjoying yourselves out there. Um, Not too much going on over here in the Midwest and Chicago area. Um, anything big, major in the news? Uh, mixed martial arts, we did hear that Nate Diaz will be taking on Logan Paul in August. That is going to be very interesting. These These Paul brothers, I tell you, man, they are really uh they're they're really just making their imprint in this world uh g- we know they are the disney kids turned youtube stars now boxers logan paul doing the uh the wrestling thing jake paul going to be boxing nate diaz in august and it it it's a very very strange world we live in very very much of a strange world i'll just Keep it at that. Uh finally seeing Evil Dead this upcoming Sunday. That would be very interesting. A um, lot of good reviews. And I believe today is the third and final trilogy of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Whoo! Very, very interested in that. Uh, apparently I heard from some good friends that. They were not that big of a deal in the comic book series. I never got into the, uh, the comic books of the Marvel in general. I hear they're fantastic, and you hear it all the time where people get upset because they don't stick to the lore of the content and it comes to the movies, but that's just to be expected just because you can do so much when it comes to the comic book series. But you just can't in the movies. You only have so much time. You can tell such a more well-detailed story when it comes to just books and comics and reading in general, you know. So you get that two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour mark once every, what, six months that we get a Marvel movie. You don't have too much time. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to probably catch that in probably a week or two. Wait for those crowds to die down. Nobody wants to go to a packed theater and, you know, it's sitting elbow to elbow with someone next to you. It's just uh, it's just kind of, yeah. It's like you want to enjoy the movie, but also you have this complete stranger sitting right next to you. I don't know how I feel about that. Don't know how I feel about that. But I digress. Uh, Evil Dead finally this weekend. The third and final Guardians of the Galaxy. Make sure you guys check it out, and I know you will. I know you will. Now, um, anything else? We did have the bare knuckle this past weekend. Oh, uh, yeah, the bare knuckle this past weekend, Mike Perry defeating Luke Rockhold. That was, oh, I, I it, it was a great event. But, man, it is just so brutal that I like UFC fights, but I cringe when it comes to that content sometimes. It's kind of hard to watch, and you, you don't want to see that from Luke Rockhold. Come on, the guy is a Polo Ralph Lauren model, and he damaged his teeth and his lip, and it was just hard to see, very, very hard to see. And Then the Colt main event, the spectacular performance between Eddie Alvarez and Chad Mendez. Chad Mendez retiring after the bout. He has nothing more to prove. He's making a lot of money behind the scenes, has his own Um, What's it called? Meal prep website where he does his content and uh, essentially does his business. So he'll be fine. Shout out to Chad Money Mendez. And now uh, today is the possible last fight of one GOAT legend, Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson, taking on Adrian Marías in their trilogy bout. On one championship, if you have Amazon Prime, you get access to it. They are one and one. The first time DJ suffering his first knockout loss via knee. And then in the rematch, him knocking out Adrian with the knee. And the trilogy gets settled tonight. And it is possibly Mighty Mouse's last and final fight. We'll be excited to see that. Now, today, UFC... 288 aljamain sterling taking on the returning king of cringe henry sujudo the king of cringe the olympic gold medal champion the flyweight champion at 125 pounds the bantamweight champion at 135 pounds retiring to start his family and coming back in order to claim gold now what the what are the x factors in this fight there's not a lot because both of these gentlemen have uh, the exact similar, same fighting style. Algermaine Sterling loving the, uh, the grapple, to wrestle. Henry Cejudo, being the Olympic gold medalist in wrestling, also loving to wrestle and grapple. Now, if I did have to give any X Factors when it comes to this game of hand to hand combat, it is age, that would be a big factor. Aljamain Sterling, representing New York and Jamaica, born and raised, is 33 years of age, while Henry Cejudo is 36. Now, why is that such a big point? If you guys listen to Luke Thomas, who is a great reporter, when it comes to the weight classes, 170 pounds and below, the physical prime peak is 35 years old. You say 36. Henry Cejudo is on the crest of that age. He is 36. And they did the stats for people making titleship uh, titleship matches at age of um, 30. Yes, yeah, 36 and below when they challenge for a title. When you challenge for a title at 36 and over, the record is 2 and 28. 2 and 28. What that means is once you hit 36, everyone that's fought for it, only two have succeeded, and that was Tyron Woodley, the chosen one. And we saw what happened when he turned 36. He went on a four fight losing skid against Kamara Usman. Kobe Covington, uh, Gilbert Burns, and Vicente Luque. And then he went on to lose two back-to-back boxing fights against Jake Paul. So that just shows the physical prime peakness when it comes to these weight classes. There's a small, tiny window that you have to get in there. Henry Cejudo will be joining the ranks of Tyron Woodley if he... Essentially is able to capture this title tomorrow night and he'll go from two to twenty-eight to three and twenty-nine. So it'll no to be just still three and twenty-eight. So think about that. And that is while Henry Cejudo has all the accolades to win, he's only lost to Mighty Mouse in the UFC in his uh first um in his first title fight against Mighty Mouse and then he's been undefeated since then. I believe his mind is there, but the stats, I believe, don't lie. And also, also would be some huge factors in this, is the height and reach. Aljamain Sterling has a th- is three inches taller than Henry Sudo, and he has a seven-inch reach advantage. And if you have a seven-inch reach advantage over someone else... It's going to be a problem, and 7 inches is a lot, my friend. He comes in at 71-inch reach advantage, and Henry Cejudo has 64. 64-inch 64 reach over fighting someone that has a 71-inch reach and is also has, is three years younger than yourself and is taller. So when it comes to age, height, and reach, he's got uh, Henry beat on all fronts, and... I know a lot of people like to clown down Aljamain Sterling, that he's not the true champion. He was gifted those wins against Peter Yan, and then TJ Dillashaw came in with uh, essentially a dislocated shoulder, got finished really quickly. And now everybody is saying that Aljamain Sterling's not the legit champ. I believe he's going to win this fight. I do believe it's going to go to decision because Henry Cejudo's got that Mexican dog in him. And I just don't, even though he's tough, he has the ground game. He has the mindset. I just really believe that Aljamain Sterling, it's his time right now. This is his window. This is our opportunity. And he knows that he has a lot to prove and really shutting up the critics. And I do believe uh, Aljamain Sterling is going to take it via decision after five five five-minute rounds. And that is my final prediction. In the co main event, we have who my BMF, Gilbert Darino Burns making his third. Yes, you heard that right. You heard that right, making his third appearance this year. We are in May. It is May. And Gilbert Burns is making his third professional fight. That's insane. Ladies and gentlemen, that is insane. Usually fighters average two to three fights per year. We're barely in the fifth one, and he's on his third fight. Not only is he in his third fight, he just fought um, Jorge Masvidal three weeks ago. Two to three weeks ago, and he's about to fight again. So, so far this year, Neil Magme, Jorge Masvidal, and now Bilal Muhammad with the winner guaranteed to fight for Kamaru Usman's old belt, which is now being held by Leon Edwards at 170 pounds. Leon Edwards, of course, taking on Kobe Covington, but we'll talk about that later because that doesn't make any sense. And uh, if you've been following the sport, you know why. But anyways, Bilal Muhammad representing Chicago, oh, born and raised, taking on Gilbert Durino Burns. Kind of similar, kind of similar situation to main event, right? They they're both grapple heavy. Blah Muhammad being the wrestler, Gilbert Burns being the BJJ specialist, multiple time BJJ champion, uh, moving up from 155 pounds, looking fantastic. Only has lost to the best of the best. Blah Blah Muhammad, AKA remember the name, looking to uh, essentially secure his place when it comes to 170 pound division. Uh, taking this fight during Ramadan where he is fasting and just essentially not being able to eat to his fullest potential. And those would be the two X factors in this, right? Bilal Muhammad training during Ramadan and Gilbert Burns just fighting two to three weeks ago now returning again on shake notice to uh, replace the original co event of Charles Dubronx Oliveira and uh, Benil Dariush. With this fight, it's going to be very, very hard to predict what's going to happen. Bilal Muhammad being more technical on the feet, but Gilbert Burns having more power. So we're going to have a gentleman who has more power in his hands, more dynamite in BJJ versus someone who has more technical on the feet, but has wrestling. So how do I see this fight possibly going? Uh... I I have to get the slight nod to Bilal Muhammad. One, he has not been uh fighting this year, so Gilbert Burns just going through two wars are already. Uh, I actually take that back. I wouldn't call them wars, but he has fought already this year multiple times and it's just I don't has he recovered yet? Is he rejuvenated? Did, did did he do all the right thing? Is this a smart fight to take on two weeks' notice? I don't know. I just really don't know. And we're going to find out this Saturday. But I got to lean with my boy, with the Chicago representative Bilal Muhammad. Got to go with the native own. And I'm saying Bilal Muhammad takes this by decision to earn his long-awaited title shot against the winner of Kobe Covington versus Leon Edwards. Later on this year, and there you have it. Bell Muhammad and Aljamain Sterling can on uh, DraftKings place those bets because uh, even because they are slightly favored when it comes to the underdog. You know, plus one hundred, minus one hundred. You don't make money on betting fights like that. When it comes to these, you have to do parlays. You got to pick two to three fights to win this. That's the way that you make that money. So. I would do DraftKings, bet on two fighters at least, Uh, Aljamain Sterling, Bilal Muhammad. All my chips are in on them. I think they get it done this Saturday. Going to be talking about the review and breaking the results down on Monday or Tuesday. Make sure you guys tune in. Enjoy your week, and I'll catch you guys next time.